Welcome to Jefferson Parish Pulse, powered by JEDCO, a podcast designed to showcase the businesses, organizations, and individuals that make up the heartbeat of the Jefferson Parish economy. I'm Kelsey Scram. I'm excited. Look, I think this is the first job, and I've liked all my jobs, but this is the first job I love, you know, and so it's exciting to know that I have um, the opportunity to be here, hopefully for a long time, and I can look back and say like, Ruth, the chamber did this under your leadership. Ruth, the chamber with your team did X, Y, and Z, and I'm super proud and humbled by the opportunity. That is Ruth Lawson, president of the Jefferson Chamber of Commerce, a five-star accredited organization with a long history of advocating for, educating, and connecting the Jefferson Parish business community. Ruth stepped into the president role less than a year ago and has done a tremendous job carrying the organization forward in its 25th year. Ruth's background in both the public and private sectors have fully prepared her to lead this prestigious organization one that requires curating strong relationships with elected officials and key leaders, understanding policies that impact business, and building a healthy community culture. Jedco has been very fortunate to work with Ruth in a variety of capacities over the years, including, most recently, building a model home in Terrytown as part of the Neighborhood Revitalization Strategic Plan, which had tremendous support from the Jefferson Parish Finance Authority. We had an engaging conversation about where Ruth has come from and what drew her to this role, along with the goals she has for the future of the organization. We talked about how the Chamber works hand-in-hand with JEDCO to support the economic health of the community, which includes a focus on workplace wellness, education, and quality of life. It was a delight to catch up with Ruth, and I hope you'll find this episode enlightening. Ruth, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you, Kelsey. I'm so excited to be here. Well, I just want to dive right in and and get started and ask some questions here and hear about all the great things that you're doing here at the Chamber. Almost everyone who listens to this show will know what the Jefferson Chamber is, but can you just give us a short elevator pitch for the organization? What does the Chamber do? Yes, so the Jefferson Chamber's mission is to work for the advancement of the business community, to enhance the economic, civic, and cultural environment of Jefferson Parish, and also to improve the quality of life in Jefferson Parish. So there's three things that we always say we do for our members um, and for the entire business community as prospective members. Um, We advocate, we educate, and connect. So those are our three big, um, I guess, words we use to describe our, our, our focus. You know, so we advocate on behalf of our members in the local, state, and federal Mm -hmm. levels um, for pro-business policy and laws. We educate, uh, we do that in conjunction with with Prosper Jefferson, with JEDCO, and we do other educational opportunities um, through Leadership Jefferson, which is our nine-month leadership program. And then, of course, what we do, what everyone thinks we do, is we connect people. You know, the Jefferson Chamber, um, I think we're a little bit different than some of the other chambers, you know, in the region and across the United States is that we're not strictly just a networking organization. We do provide fantastic opportunities for our members to network. Um, We have over 150 events every year. Um, which is wild. So many events. So many events. <laughs> uh, it was something that, you know, surprised me. Um, but every one of our events serves a purpose. And usually the purpose fits into those three, advocate, educate, and connect. Mm-hmm. 
That's wonderful. And I just want to share, too, um, the, the Chamber is such a fantastic partner to JEDCO, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. But it's just so wonderful to see all of the work that you guys are doing in this community and what it means for the business community to have an organization like the Chamber plugging in and advocating and doing the work that you're doing. It's incredible. Well, thank you, Kelsey. We've always been so proud of our partnership with JEDCO and um my relationship with JEDCO has spanned, you know, many years. Mm -hmm. It's not just been through this job, and I'm very fortunate for that relationship. I've known you throughout the years as well as I've known Jerry. And, um, you know, Jerry's built a fantastic team, and all of you are, are model um, employees and team members, and I'm just so proud of the, the work product that you pull out, and we're just proud to serve as, as partners to JEDCO. Oh, well, thank you. I want to talk about you. We're going to go through the whole trajectory of right. Ruth Lawson. Great. <laughs> so um, let's start with your background. What were you doing before you became the Jefferson Chamber president? Yes, so immediately before this, I was the executive director of the Jefferson Parish Finance Authority. And the Jefferson Parish Finance Authority um, provides um, – down payment or, or assistance to uh, low to moderate income provide, uh, borrowers excuse me, for homes. And so it was a very fulfilling role. Um, I, I started that role in December of 2019, so right before the pandemic happened. So it was an interesting time um, with, with the market and some uncertainties to start a new job. But my, my background is I went to law school. Um, I think people are very surprised to hear that I'm not from Jefferson Parish. You know, I grew up in Baton Rouge, and I went to LSU, and I went to LSU Law School. And when I graduated LSU Law, I was presented with the opportunity to work for the Jefferson Parish Attorney's Office. And so that was my first actual partnership or work with JEDCO mm -hmm. is I was assigned to JEDCO as their um, kind of in-house attorney. Um, Y'all's team was a little bit uh, smaller at that time, and so I would attend the board meetings. I learned the ins and outs of the organization, and it was really just a fantastic opportunity for me to learn about Jefferson Parish. Mm -hmm. and, and I didn't grow up here, um, but it was a fast track of learning about the community. So after that, um, I was able to work for John Young's administration. I was one of his chief administrative assistants, and we were in charge of, you know, six different departments throughout the parish, and it was a, a fantastic opportunity, and, you know, I'm so grateful that I was to able, you know, able to learn Jefferson Parish government. I learned the legal side of it, and then I learned the administrative side of it, and um, it's always been a, a great asset. And then after that, um, I went back to work for the parish attorney's office for a short time when the administration changed, changed over, and then I worked went to work for Barrier Construction. And Barrier Construction Company is um, an asphalt concrete company, um, construction company in Metairie, Louisiana. And I was able to be their general counsel. And so I think what prepared me for this role and, and what I'm super grateful for is that I was able to work in the public sector and the private sector. So I was able to understand um, the intricacies of the government and, and the policy and the, the lawmaking on the local level. And then I was also to able to understand kind of the opportunities, um, the struggles that the businesses could have in Jefferson Parish. And this position really afforded me the opportunity to do what I love best for both of those you know, situations. I loved working for Jefferson Parish government. I loved all of the people I met there, but I love the private sector and the efficiency of the private sector. And so being able to kind of represent the private sector while also working with the public officials has mm -hmm. been fantastic. Yeah, it seems like you were so uniquely positioned for this role because you've, you've kind of had um, your hand on so many different 
so many different facets of, of government and business, like you mentioned. And so I want to ask, what made you want to apply for this role? Um, what really what really drew you to the chamber? Well, thank you um, for your compliment. You know, it was something, like I just mentioned, it was the ability to work. You know, I had gone from, from a public sector to private, back to the public sector, and there were just different aspects of each that I loved. And um, there were aspects of each that I missed when I was at, as at the, you know, the public versus the private. And so this opportunity gave me um, the ability to, to, you know, keep in touch on the policy side um, and really advocate for businesses, but also have the community aspect of the private, um, small, medium, and large businesses within Jefferson Parish. So it's been fantastic. Um, we have an incredibly pro-business environment in Jefferson Parish. So it's a, it's a big kudos to our, our parish administration and our parish council, which I think have been um, the most pro-business council and administration we've ever had. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm super excited to work with them. They're all deeply involved in the chamber and they also respect and understand when we need to um, be adverse to some of their policies and regulations. So I think that that is what initially drew me to the position. I honestly didn't know that it was open for a nationwide search, and I, and I learned you know, later in, and, and I submitted my resume. Um, it was a vigorous um, interview process. For sure. <laughs> yeah, and so it was, uh, there was a search committee, um, and the people on that search committee have now become great friends and great supporters of me, and I'm, I'm very, very grateful. Well, I think the chamber and the business community, as I mentioned, are, are all very lucky to have you in this role, working working for the betterment of, of Jefferson Parish business, which is wonderful. So you go through this, you go through this rigorous review, you, you become the Jefferson pa- Chamber president. What is that feeling for you whenever you, whenever you get this news? What is that like? So it's incredibly exciting, (laughs) you know, incredibly nerve wracking too. Um, I think I mentioned earlier that we have over 150 events per year. Well, you know, um, maybe this was naive of me, but um, I I was so excited for the opportunity to interview for the position that I honestly didn't look at the day-to-day calendar. And, you know, I really hit the ground running. Mm -hmm. We, you know, within a couple of um, weeks of me starting with the chamber, we went to Washington Mardi Gras, where we have a big presence there, um, which was an incredibly eye-opening experience and and just awesome, so much fun, Um, but work too. And then shortly thereafter, we had our annual meeting, which is you know our, one of our largest luncheon signature breakfast events. Um, we had about 500 people there, and you know it was it was something that I organized you know from the ground up and had a great team that had really you know done some work on that prior to me getting here, and I was grateful for that. So I think what surprised me is just the the pace of the work, mm-hmm. um, and you know. I run into people and they say, I see your face everywhere. <laughs> and it really does feel like, you know, my face is what, because we have so many events or ribbon cuttings that it's, it's all over social media. And so that's taken, you know, some, some getting used to, um, you know, I'm, I'm very proud to be the leader of this organization. We're celebrating our 25th year this year. And so it's been an incredible opportunity. And um, I think my eyes have been wide since the day I stepped in. I love that. And I, I love that you also talk about what's sort of surprising about being in this role and that and that you you have become the face of this organization too and that is that means that you are just always kind of 
front and center and, 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 and talking. <laughs> yeah, right? And talking to people all the time and, and getting in front of people and like public speaking all the time. Yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, that is just, it's, it's a lot. Right. And I think, you know, the team, um, my predecessor was, was fantastic in this role and really brought this organization to, to huge new heights. And, you know, the more you get used to being out in front of people and making speeches, whether that's on the cuff because you don't anticipate them sure. or they're very prepared, um, there still is like a nervous energy about it. And um, I'm the type of person that needs to be very prepared for everything that I do. Same. And so that is bullet points that needs to know where the camera is, um, where each person I'm presenting or introducing is seated. Uh, so it, I think that some of that, um, I don't know, freakiness about it, if that's the right yeah, word to yeah. use, will maybe subside. But um, there's a, a good nervous energy. And, you know, it's funny, my mom always said, Ruth, if you're not nervous, you don't care. My dad says that do. too. <laughs> yes, and I always think that in my head. Like, if I get to the point of not being nervous, sure, then there's an issue. Yeah, I actually love that you said that because in my role, I don't have to do a whole lot of presenting. But sometimes, and sometimes I'm, you know, talking to the media or I'm, you know, presenting in place of Jerry or, or something like that. And even now, after many, many years, and I was a news reporter too, like it still just gives me absolute butterflies. So I'm glad to see that other people have that experience. Yes, too. always, so. always. And, I, you know, there have been events um, that maybe didn't afford me the opportunity to prepare like I should have. Mm -hmm. And when I look back on that, the way I judged myself and how I performed mm -hmm. at that event um, was much more, you know, harsh. And so I know that I do best, yes, under pressure, mm -hmm. but prepared, prepared under pressure. Yeah, which is great, which is great to know that you as a leader are prepared. You're always trying to be as prepared as possible for whatever comes your way. Yes. And that's really great for the business community as well. So <laughs> for your members too. <laughs> I, I want to ask, you've been in this role about nine months 10 months you're yes about nine months okay so you're like closing in on that year mark. yes i can't believe it it's like wow. flown by right i can imagine um since you've been in this role are there any sort of things that you've changed any sort of key changes that you've implemented since you since you've been here in this new position yes so um prior to me getting here um we had a full team of eight people and um, when I walked into this role, um, my vice president, Amanda Herner, she had been here seven years mm -hmm. and everyone else had been here under a year. And so it was a huge transition um, for them, not only learning, you know, about their own jobs, because I truly don't think you feel really comfortable in a job until about the two year mark. Sure. <laughs> so uh, there's just always different things that can come at you. So it's about them learning about their roles and then learning about me, you know, a new leader coming in. And so pretty um, early on, I decided to see if we could do this with a full team of seven. Um, I brought in uh, more responsibility on myself and Amanda in different programs, um, and then spread the, the other responsibilities throughout the team evenly. Um, and, and I really think that we've learned to operate as a team effectively and efficiently. Mm -hmm. um, we're hoping to do more team building because as you can see, you know, there was a culture that existed here, you know, prior to me getting here and with a team that had been here for several years together. 
but when you have a brand new team, you really have to build a culture. Mm -hmm. And so that's been something that's been top of my mind. We ask a lot of our team, you know, they have early mornings, they have late nights. And like I mentioned, there's 150 events. So 150 events spread amongst seven people is a lot of events and a lot of time. So um, just trying to be very supportive of them and, and making sure that they know I'm in to do the nitty gritty with them. You know, I will do whatever I need to do to help. And then uh, making sure that we succeed. And I think the next thing is what's been super important to me is building our West Bank membership. You know, I think um, the Jefferson Chamber, you know, we're positioned and headquartered on the East Bank, but getting more involved in the West Bank businesses. I'm a resident of Gretna. I I love the city of Gretna that I live in. And um, I think there's tremendous opportunity for the Chamber on the West Bank. Um, and then for all of the businesses to get more involved in the business community as well on the West Bank. So that's one of my big charges is, is to really grow our membership there. And, you know, that that takes having events over there. And it's really what comes first, you know, having the events and hoping the members come or growing the membership than having the events. So, you know, we've really been working on trying to balance that and trying to grow our membership there. And um, you know, we love our events out at Jedco, and I'm hoping to do more there. So uh, that's really kind of one of my big goals, too. Yeah, I, I really like that. And the Jefferson, the, the West Bank of Jefferson Parish, we always like to say that it's sort of this area, it's like the, the last frontier for development. So there's so much happening over there, right. too. And so it's really exciting to just to just know that there's there's so much activity and, and so much interest from the business community in that that side of the river and so I I really can appreciate that the chamber wants to build that that relationship as well yeah and you know we always talk about it with Jedco it really is our there's no other land in Jefferson Mm -hmm. Parish Um, so the opportunity for growth is really on the West Bank and so making sure that the businesses over there are involved they feel represented um, they feel um, a part of the entire Jefferson Parish community is very important to me yeah that's fantastic and I also I did want to touch on when you said you only have seven it's a seven person team over here at the chamber and you are doing 150 (laughs) events yes it's amazing to me that you guys the output of that work that is incredible it is incredible and you know we ask like I said a lot of the team and some of those events look are turnkey operations Mm -hmm. you know we do them you know year over year week over week and it's they're not super difficult, but that's still coming up with venues for those events yeah. because we don't have a, an event space here in the chamber. We do have, a, you know, a large conference room, but um, it holds about 30 to 40, not, you know, the typical membership or count that we have at our events. So it is, um, it was completely eye-opening, the amount of events that we have per year, and it's something that we're going to be very strategic with in the future. And you may have touched on this in, in some of your previous comments, but nine months in what are you most proud of in in your role here so far so i think i'm most proud of the ability to have a smooth transition um you know it is my predecessor was here todd murphy um he was a fantastic leader of this organization was here for about a decade um and he brought this organization to new heights and when you have someone here for for so long um it can often be difficult and i was incredibly grateful to have his support from day one he always is on you know my 
I wouldn't say my beck and call, but always answers me very quickly, you know, with questions and, and gets back to me and has been there every step of the way to make sure that this, this transition would be smooth. And with that goes the ability to have a smooth transition, and I'll add this caveat with a young team, mm-hmm. um, with a team that, like I said, who was mostly here under a year when I came. And so we were all newbies and we have all learning together. And our members expect excellence from the chamber because that's what they've received. And we've been able to provide that excellence even through you know a big transition of the organization. Absolutely. That's wonderful. Yeah, we've been, we've had all of our events have been like sellouts. Wow. Um, yeah, so we've added seats. We we're just super proud of all all of our events we've had yeah. um, this year, and we've we've done great on our budget, and so it's just all been great. That is awesome. You were a senior parish attorney, uh, a CAA for John Young, the executive director of the JPFA. You worked very closely with JEDCO in a lot of those roles. Can you talk about how in this role, you will continue to work with our organization to drive economic and business success in Jefferson Parish? Yeah, so I mentioned earlier that the partnership between JEDCO and the Chamber has always been incredibly strong. Um, Jerry and I have worked together in many aspects through JEDCO and, uh, and other things over the years, and I'm fortunate you know, to have a great relationship with him, with you, and, you know, a lot of the members of the JEDCO team. Y'all are always at our events. Y'all are incredibly supportive of the work that we do, and um, I'm extremely grateful for that. You know, Jerry and I have already started working together on several different initiatives Mm -hmm. since I've started this role. Um, There there are items that, because, you know, um, JEDCO is a, a political subdivision um, of Jefferson Parish, and if that's how you describe yourself, yeah. correct? Mm-hmm. Um, that there, there are some aspects of policy and, and regulation and laws that JEDCO cannot necessarily get involved in. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we often work hand in hand with JEDCO to make sure that the businesses that JEDCO is seeking to attract, retain, are best represented in the local, state, and federal um, world. So, you know, we have several different events. We um, often, you know, organize meetings or, or, if necessary, speak out against some of our, our legislation that we don't believe is best for, for the business community of Jefferson Parish and the state um, and, you know, really across the U.S. too. Um, so I think that that is our, our biggest um, support of JEDCO mm-hmm. is making sure that we continue to um, – through our, our political action committee, endorsed pro-business candidates. We were extremely successful in our in our last um, endorsement campaign. All of our endorsements for the um, council and the administration were elected, and that we continue to look for those candidates that are, are put into positions of, of power and, and public office um, to engage in pro-business legislation and policy, and then you know, we continue to do that work while they're in office too. And so I think that is kind of our biggest support system or, or work with JEDCO that I think would be most important to the to the business community. I really like that you mentioned that the advocacy piece is huge. And it really is. That is something that we lean on the chamber for. And so the partnership is just fantastic. I think it's, like you said, it's, it's, it's very strong. And it's, it, it's only getting stronger as we continue to move forward. So I, I really like that you mentioned that. Let's switch gears here a little bit and just talk about the future. Um, you know, I, I really, I really love what you're saying about 
how we're all sort of working in tandem together, our council, JEDCO, Jefferson Parish, all the business community, we're all marching in that same direction. And I love that. It's so exciting to be working in economic development in the business community at this time in Jefferson Parish. And so as we're, as we're looking ahead, what do you think are some of the most important initiatives to drive economic advancement in Jefferson in the coming years? So I think for the, for the long run is, um, you know, I mentioned our continued work with our PAC to make sure that we elect pro-business public officials, you know, who will support a pro-business, healthy business climate within Jefferson Parish. I think that, you know, that's number one um, offense role we can take, right? And then, you know, making sure that we hold those public officials accountable for either the platforms that they run on or um, making sure that they're um, always supportive of the needs of the Jefferson Parish community and and the community at large. Look, there are some other issues within Jefferson Parish, um, some homelessness issues that we're all facing, some litter abatement issues. And, you know, yes, that affects all of us as a community, but it also affects the economic advancement of Jefferson Parish. Look, we're not going to have um, businesses come and invest in Jefferson, um, invest in our community if they do not feel safe here, which our, our crime rates continue to decrease, uh, which is fantastic news, or if it's not pretty, you know, if mm-hmm. there's not a beautification effort or um, they don't have the proper tax incentives or, you um, there's not increased regulation and, and so many different facets of community that's not just business related, but it's supporting the entire quality of life of Jefferson. Yes. So um, making sure that our, our education system is, is top notch and we continue to improve. Um, Dr. Gray has been fantastic with our public school system and we're, we're very proud of them. And you know we've been very involved in the education and workforce development of Jefferson Parish. Um, we have a fantastic uh, education workforce development committee chair this year. Um, we've made huge strides there, San Bruglio. And, you know, it's different aspects that maybe people don't always think of business related, mm-hmm. but it's it's huge in helping to attract and re- retain businesses with yes. Jefferson. And, you know, something else that we just did recently is, you know, I mentioned the education and workforce development, and I think people can see the correlation there. But we also just had our Live Well Jefferson Summit last week, and that's promoting healthy work environments for our businesses of Jefferson Parish. And it's, you know, this year we focused on mental health. And so getting our our businesses engaged in the mental health of their employees, whether that's post-pandemic or the stress and anxiety of your kids starting school again or, or whatnot, you know, it all builds into a healthy Jefferson Parish community and, and thus a healthy business community. Yes, I love that you mentioned these things because you're so right. When you're talking about attracting a business to a community or keeping the businesses that are here, quality of life, education, beautification, all of those pieces are vital to bringing a company right here and keeping them here. And so, again, another example of how the Jefferson Chamber is is focused on more than just business. Business is the core, but it you're doing the work that you're doing is vast. One more thing that, you know, we've been involved in getting more deeply involved too in the flood insurance and, and risk yes. rating 2.0, which is that you that. huge for our residents of Jefferson. Um, we will probably be the, the most affected, we will be the most affected parish um, in the entire United States. And so making sure that 
that is also an impediment to business growth within Jefferson. Yes. And so making sure that we do as much as we can to advocate for our businesses and also our residents, residents, excuse me, um, in risk rating 2.0 and, and making sure, you know, our opposition is voiced. Yeah, that is so important. It's really interesting. I mean, uh, so I'm originally from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So coming down here and I'm, I'm a first time home buyer. I just yeah. bought a house last year with my husband in Metairie. Yeah, it was wonderful. <laughs> We're so excited. Um, and then like right after we bought the house, like just a couple of months later, like risk rating 2.0 came out and there's been some interesting, um, things that have happened with like homeowners insurance right. just all around right now is a very interesting time and I, I could see that that could drive people away if you're not already living here it, it, it I mean some of those things are a little bit scary. scary so it's it's really important that we have advocates like the Jefferson Chamber like I know our partners at GNO Inc as well mm-hmm. I know are working very closely on this and it's just it you know it gives me comfort to know that there are people you know, really getting into it and diving in and trying to make change and, and figuring out how this is going to affect us, you know, in the short term and also in the long term. Right. Right. And there really has not been um, much information put out about risk mm-hmm. rating 2.0. So, you know, I feel like that we're often advocating or fighting for something that we don't even know the details for, sure. which makes it very difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we do have a webinar coming up with FEMA uh, yes. a little later this this month. Um, so we encourage folks to tune in. That might be of interest um, just so that we can all learn a little bit more about uh, risk rating 2.0. I think that's important. So thank you for mentioning that. You have some big events coming up for later this year. Are there any that you'd like to plug? Anything that you're excited about? Of course. So now I know when to take my vacation. It is not in the fall or winter. <laughs> got it. Got um, it. Good to know. <laughs> so yes, we have some very large events coming up. We have our Washington DC fly-in, which is September 14th through 16th. This really focuses on our federal advocacy work. Um, we have a sold out trip already. Um, we had a sold out trip about three weeks or a month ago, and it's really fantastic. Wow. Yeah. So we we have a great, you know, three-day agenda for our members. We're bringing about 50 of our members there. That's great. Um, yes, which creates incredible logistics. Um, I'm sure. <laughs> as you can imagine, of, of <laughs> flying everyone there and arranging hotels and meals and everything. So we're really excited about that. We also have our State of Jefferson on October 13th. That'll be at Chateau. Um, the State of Jefferson is always, you know, a really exciting event for us and for, for all of the parish. It always sells out, and, and we're close to sell out already. That will have our um, parish president, Cynthia Lee Shang, and also our council chairman, Ricky Template. Um, they will discuss uh, alongside one more individual, which we're, we're still securing, um, for a panel. And we'll just talk about what's going on in Jefferson, the State of Jefferson Parish, um, our opportunities, our, our strengths, our, our threats, and, and, you know, that perspective from the, the administration and the council. And then on um, October 23rd, we have our tour to Jefferson, and that's a fifty mile, up to 50-mile bike ride on the West Bank of Jefferson Parish. It's an extremely, you know, coveted event for the entire region. It's not just our members, you know. We have discounted prices going up right now um, for our riders, and, you know, there's... Uh, kind of a tiered mile system but it's the the most amount of miles you can go is 50 miles That's and it's so many miles I know right <laughs> it is I, I will not be going to 50 miles <laughs> but um you know we do have our overachievers out there and last year we had about 600 cyclists join wow. the tour to Jefferson yes yeah, so it's you know it's part of our, our live well healthy you know 
business campaign and um, also showcases you know the beautiful area of the West Bank that we that we visit and then we have our golf classic on November 10th um, that'll be out at TPC and then lastly we will have we have you know some smaller events sure. but these are our signature events more that I'm, I'm focusing on we have our 25th anniversary party on November 18th oh, so how exciting we're very excited so you know we've been celebrating our 25th anniversary all year um, we've really been kind of ramping up, you know, every Friday you'll see, you know, a sterling moment of the Jefferson Chamber featured on Facebook and social media. And it's really, you know, all the huge milestones. And we had to condense them down to about 25, <laughs> which is difficult because yeah. we've really done a lot of fantastic things for the organization. Um, but it's all centered around like sterling moments of the Jefferson Chamber. And that event will be at the Jefferson Performing Arts Center. And so we've been, you know, uh, planning that event and we're really excited about celebrating it. You know, I, I didn't mention this, but the Jefferson Chamber is a five-star accredited chamber. Yes. It, um, we're very proud of that designation. It's only 1.7% of chambers across the United States. Wow. And so um, it's, a, it's a huge honor. We go for accreditation again next year. It's a, it's a big burdensome process. Um, but we're super proud of that that designation being the you know the highest rated um, accredited um, chamber that you can have. Yeah, that's incredible. Congratulations to to your team for that yes, for that honor. You. I mean, really, it, it, it like you said, it's it's not easy to do to get five stars, and so I think it's really awesome that the chamber has that five star accreditation. I'm certain that you guys will get it again. So (laughs) we thought it was this year and I was like, oh man, that's going to be a big beast to tackle in my first year. But luckily we had one more year cushion. We are actually going through our reaccreditation process too. And it is, it's a process. I mean, I, you know, it's, it's a, I'm, I'm sure that there are similarities with the IEDC and with the, the chamber process, but yeah, it's, it's really interesting. So I, I I feel you over right there with you. (laughs) Suffer together. Exactly. Um, I, I want to mention you were one of our panelists at our Women in Leadership um, seminar a couple of months ago. We got great feedback about this panel. You were on the panel with some really incredible women. You're an incredible woman yourself. Um, I would love to, to ask you to share some of the best advice that you have for women in leadership roles or women who want to move into leadership roles at some point. Sure. So that um, Women in Leadership panel was it was so exciting to be, you know, I was I was humbled and honored to be asked to be on the panel, and um, it was a great morning. We had a, a full sellout crowd of Prosper Jefferson and and a lot of good feedback from the audience. So I was very excited about that. Um, I think you know, best advice for women in leadership roles is you know to have confidence. I think that sometimes, um, you know, I'll enter a room and I will be the maybe the youngest and also the only woman in the room. So not only the youngest person in the room, but the only woman. And so with that comes challenges and and making sure that you have the confidence to speak up, um, to express uh, your point of view can be challenging, but completely necessary. And it's hard to build that confidence. You know, it doesn't come overnight. And you know, there are times when you feel more confident, there's times you feel less confident, but you offer a new perspective that other people haven't offered for a very long time or maybe never see in their lifetime. Mm-hmm. And so I think, you know, you're not stupid if you ask questions or you put your point of view out there that differs from everyone. And I think having that in the back of your mind and knowing that you were put in your role for a reason 
And so having that confidence in yourself and you have to carry out that role that you were chosen for. So I think really it's been confidence. And I will say, I think I've been grateful to have been supported in this role, stepping in. Um, We had had one other woman who served as president of the Jefferson Chamber. So I'm not the first, but um, it's the first in a long time. Mm-hmm. And I've had an incredibly supportive team and an incredibly supportive membership base. Um, and so it has been easy, but there are times that you just have self-doubts. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, talking yourself off a ledge being, there's a reason I'm here and I'm doing the best I can and putting your opinions out and having the confidence to do so is what you gotta keep in the back of your mind. That is tremendous advice. And I feel like you're such a wealth of of knowledge and information in that area and so many other areas. I'd love to keep talking to you. Um, (laughs) I have taken plenty of your time for today. Is there anything I missed, anything you want to make sure that we talk about that I didn't ask you today? No, this has been so much fun, Kelsey. You know, we've been, like I've said so many times, you know, incredible work together over the years. And and you've been incredibly supportive of me in this new role and of our team. You know, I've asked you questions. I've leaned on you. And and I'm very grateful, you know, for your service to Jefferson Parish and all the whole JEDCO team. Um, And and you've really, you know, supported our Prosper Jefferson um, series over the years and and we're incredibly grateful. So I'm excited. Look, I think this is the first job and I've liked all my jobs, but this is the first job I love, you know, and so it's exciting to know that I have um, the opportunity to be here hopefully for a long time and I can look back and say like, Ruth, the chamber did this under your leadership. Ruth, the chamber with your team did X, Y, and Z. And I'm super proud and humbled by the opportunity. So I just appreciate you having me here today and, um, you know, getting to talk a little bit about myself, which never feels extremely (laughs) comfortable. (laughs) But also just kind of discussing the chamber and all the great things we have to offer in our fantastic partnership with JEDCO. Yeah, well, I have loved talking with you. I love working with you. I mean right back at you in all the ways. It has been so exciting to to see you in this new role and to work with you in this new capacity since, as you mentioned, we have worked together over the years in many different ways. All really great, but this is just sort of like next level exciting for for me as well. So um, really, really had so much fun talking with you. Thank you for for making time. I know you were busy. (laughs) Of course, this is so fun. Yeah, well, thank you for being on the show and um, we'll have you back sometime. Yes, talk to you soon. All right. A big thanks to Ruth for taking time out of her busy schedule to be on the show. I've included a link to the Jefferson Chamber website in case you would like to learn more about this fantastic organization and how being a member benefits your business. Every other Thursday, we release new episodes of the Jefferson Parish Pulse, so we hope you will keep on tuning in. We'll be sharing links to all of our episodes on our social media platforms. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Jedco underscore news, on Facebook at Jefferson Parish Economic Development, and LinkedIn at company backsplash JP Economic Development. You can also visit our website at jedco.org. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a rating or a review. They help other listeners like you find the show, which helps us share our story with more people, which is something we can all appreciate. We'll be back with a new episode in two weeks. As always, thank you so much for listening.